G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Great is the art of beginning, but greater is the art of ending. It's important to start our Christian life well with a strong foundation. But coming up today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie says it's even more important to finish well. You decide how your story is going to end spiritually. God says, I said before you, death and life, blessings and curses, choose life that you might live. God wants you to be a spiritual success, but if you self-destruct, that's not on God, that's on you. This is the day when the lost are found. In any marathon, the runners who jump out in front at the beginning are really the ones in front at the end. In fact, if a person isn't careful how he runs, he probably won't finish first and may not finish at all. Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out how even the strong can be brought to weakness. It's a lesson on spiritual integrity and resisting those things that can derail our faithfulness to God. Pastor Greg begins by directing us to Scripture. The book of Judges. And I'm going to talk to you about one of the most paradoxical, interesting characters in the Bible. His name was Samson. And the title of my message is The He-Man with the She-Weakness. <laughs> one of the things that, that I have found in life is it's just full of surprises. There are unexpected pleasures and blessings that come your way. And then there are things that happen that are tragic and sad. Some things that happen are downright inexplicable. I've also been amazed at how God has changed lives. I've been amazed at people that I thought had tremendous potential. I thought they are gonna make their mark on the world and they're gonna just be a dynamic force in the hand of God. And they were for a while until they crashed and burned then there's other people that I thought, I don't know if they're ever going to amount to much of anything. And God put his hand on them in an amazing way. And they, they achieved in, a, in an incredible way. You know, you look back at high school and you think, oh, that person's going to really succeed. And that person will fail. You know, and you think about all the geeks and the nerds. Those people are crazy. They'll never amount to anything. Now we call them boss. We don't call them geeks or nerds. And by the way, this is a really good time to be a geek or a nerd. Because all of us need a geek in our life, right? Because of all the electronic gadgetry and everything else. But lots of surprises in life. And here is a story of a guy that had everything. God's hand was on him in an amazing way. He had the potential to be one of the greatest leaders in the history of Israel. He was actually a judge over Israel. Back in these days, Israel was ruled by various judges. And so God had put his hand on this man, Samson, to be a great judge. He had an amazing beginning 
and a tragic ending. I wanted to just tell you something. You decide how your story is going to end spiritually. You say, no, God decides. No, actually, you decide. God says, I said before you, death and life, blessings and curses, choose life that you might live. God wants you to be a spiritual success. God wants you to touch this world. But if you self-destruct, that's not on God, that's on you. You might say, well, no, it's on the devil. Well, yeah, he plays a role. But he can't take control of you. You have to cooperate with him so you decide how things are gonna ultimately turn out. Let me ask you this question. What would you write for your obituary? Because one day your life is gonna be summed up in a paragraph on a program that will be handed out at your memorial service. Nobody will care about how high you climbed in your profession. Nobody will care about what kind of car you drove or how much money you made. They'll talk about what kind of person you were. Because when it gets down to the bottom line, it's not about the duration of your life, it's about the donation of your life. You know, we all wanna live long lives and there's nothing wrong with that, so carry on, KO people. <laughs> and all you tofu peeps, go for it. But you know, the point is, is the bigger issue is the donation, not just duration, the impact that your life has on others. Well, Samson's story could have been one of the most epic in all of the scripture, but instead it turns out to be sort of a story of what not to do with your life. The life of Samson shows that you can have a good beginning, but not necessarily have a good ending. That's why Solomon wrote in Ecclesiastes 7, 8, the end of a matter is better than its beginning. Example, let's say we're running a race and you have the first place position for five out of six laps and then on the sixth lap you collapse. And maybe another person had a bad start but they finished the race and even won the race. What matters is not just starting well, you gotta finish it. <laughs> because if you don't finish well, all that effort has effectively been in vain. It was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, the uh, great poet, who said, quote, great is the art of beginning, but greater is the art of ending, end quote. So Samson, his life is in many ways a tragic failure, but his life is also a reminder that God gives second chances. Let's kind of learn a few things from the life of this incredible character. Uh, point number one, he had a great beginning. He had a great beginning. He had superhuman qualities. Physically, no one was stronger than Samson. He was kind of like a superhero. People love, you know, the Marvel Universe, the DC Universe, and all these characters. Well, Samson was the real deal. He was more powerful than the Hulk, and he was smarter than Doctor Strange. And the thing is, he was a real guy. Now, of course, we always think of Samson and his long hair. So you immediately think of, you know, Conan the Barbarian. Big, massive, muscular guy, long hair. Well, maybe that's right, maybe it isn't right. I mean, the long hair was there for sure. And the reason he had the long hair is he had taken the vow of a Nazarite. And part of the vow of a Nazarite was to never cut your hair. The power was not in his hair. Thank God for that. <laughs> Otherwise, there's no hope for people like me. The power was in his commitment to God that was symbolized by his long hair. That's why his hair mattered. But the Bible never says that he was like a, you know, a muscular dude. But what we are told about Samson is the spirit would come upon him. So it makes me wonder, what if he was some scrawny little guy? 
you know, and all of a sudden the power of God would come on him and he would do these amazing feats. You know, maybe he was muscular and buff. I don't know, who cares really? But he had this long hair which was a symbol of his commitment to God and not once did he feel the agony of defeat. For 20 years he experienced the thrill of victory and I think that's where the deadly complacency began to set in because he thought, no one's gonna beat me. Well look, the devil is evil, the devil is wicked, the devil is perverse, but I'll tell you something, the devil is not. He's not stupid. And he knows how to bring people down. And so he's gonna watch you for a while. He's gonna observe you and he's gonna try to find your vulnerability, your Achilles heel. So Satan watched Samson and thought, well I can't beat this guy in the battlefield because he picks up a bone on one occasion and kills a thousand Philistines, his enemies. On another occasion he picks up the walls of a city and carries them for a few miles. Another time he got into a fight with a lion and ripped its jaws apart. So you're not gonna beat this guy on the battlefield. So the devil thought, I know how to get this guy. I'll get him in the bedroom. It'll be a sneak attack and he won't know what hit him. So the devil came up with a hack to put a serious virus in Samson. Thanks for listening today to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in the US. We're just getting started in our study on the great fall of the strong man Samson. Pastor Greg titled his message, The He-Man with the She-Weakness. Judges chapter 16. I'm going to read verses 4 to 9. By the way, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Afterward it happened that Samson loved a woman in the valley of Sorak, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said, Entice him and find out where his great strength lies and by what means we may overpower him that we may bind him to afflict him and every one of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. That's a lot of money. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me where your great strength lies and how you may be bound so I can afflict you. Samson said, if they buy me with seven fresh bowstrings, not yet dried, I'll become weak like any other man. So point number one was, he had a great beginning. Point number two is, temptation comes in attractive packages. I'm sure that Delilah was a very attractive woman, for sure. They didn't hire a homely woman. And temptation, if it's gonna be tempting, needs to be appealing. And so, the devil brings along Delilah. She's an attractive girl. And he, he's looking at her. And for temptation to properly work its magic, there must be a desire on our part. Point number three, for temptation to succeed, we must be a willing participant. Let me say that again. For temptation to succeed, you must be a willing participant. Because sometimes people will say, the devil made me do it. Really? I don't know about that. I mean, the devil may have tempted you. But the Bible says a man is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and is enticed. So the tempter needs cooperation with the temptee, that's you. You have to check out what he's offering. You have to be interested in what he's selling. And so we cooperate in this. We must participate in this for it to work. And so here comes the devil with his temptation and Samson begins to sort of nibble at the fruit if you will. And I'll give Delilah credit. And oh, by the way, her name Delilah, it means delicate, right? So if he was a muscular guy, think of this big guy, like maybe 6'4", you know, and this tiny little attractive girl. And he looks at her like, 
What is she gonna do to me? Oh yeah, if you bind me with fresh bowstrings that have never been dried, I'll be like any other man. Like no matter what she did, she could never overpower me because I'm so strong. But she told him what her intentions were. Look at verse six. Please tell me where your great strength lies so I may afflict you. Wow. <laughs> that brings us to the profound insight, hashtag sin makes you stupid. Right? It makes you stupid. Tell me how I can afflict you. Hmm, is this a healthy relationship? Should I engage with this girl or should I terminate this conversation right now? But I think the reason he thought he could handle it is because he was so strong in other areas. And the Bible says pride goes before a fall. Point number four, moral compromise makes us vulnerable. Moral compromise makes us vulnerable. If Samson had not had this sinful relationship with Delilah to begin with, he would not have been in this mess. And this is usually how people fall. They think they can handle it. His first clue should have been Delilah worked at Supercuts. Why are you hanging around with this girl? <laughs> so that brings us to the sad twist in the story. Uh, Judges 16 verse 15. Then Delilah pouted and she said, Samson, how can you say you love me when you won't confide in me? You've made fun of me three times now and still haven't told me what makes you so strong. So day after day she nagged him until he couldn't stand it any longer. Finally Samson told her a secret. My hair has never been cut. He confessed, I was dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth and if my head were shaved, my strength would leave me and I would become weak as anyone else. Delilah realized he finally told her the truth. She sent for the Philistine leaders and said, come back one more time. And Delilah lulled Samson to sleep with his head in her lap. And she called in a man to shave off his hair, making his capture certain and his strength left him. Then she cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. And when he woke up, he thought, I'll do as I have before and shake myself free. Here's a powerful verse. Don't miss it. But he didn't realize the Lord had left him. He didn't realize the Lord had left him. So the Philistines captured him and gouged out his eyes and took him to Gaza where he was bound with bronze chains and made him grind grain in the prison. Wow. What a sad story. If Samson had been running a race, he just fell and he fell hard. In fact, he fell so hard it looks like he would never get up again. But again, he set the scene for his own fall. He was compromising. Anyone that asks you to compromise your faith is not someone you should have a relationship with. If a girl or a guy says, you gotta prove your love to me by going all the way with me, having sex with me, Get out of that relationship immediately. That's not proving love at all. Or if you love me, someone might say, cover for me. If you love me, tell a lie to protect me. Whatever it is. So she's basically lulling him into this relationship and I find it shocking to find that he was comfortable enough to fall asleep in her lap. Talk about sleeping with the enemy. How could he be so stupid? But again, sin makes you stupid. Hi, 
Pastor Greg Laurie has more to come in this message called The He-Man with the She-Weakness, a powerful lesson on the destructive potential behind the temptations we face. Next time on A New Beginning, practical insight from the great failure of the great strong man Samson. We'll see in times of great failure, it's time to turn to God's amazing grace. But before we go today, here's Pastor Greg with some closing comments. The Bible asks the question, can a man take fire into his heart and not be burned? When I was a little kid, I used to like to set army men on fire. I was like a junior pyromaniac. And I would do this when my mother was gone, uh, working somewhere, and I'd get out my army men. And, and you know, I had these little bags of army men. They were all green, and they were in various positions. One guy had the binoculars, right? Another guy kind of had the machine gun. Another guy had the rifle. Another guy was laying on the ground. So I would take the guy with aiming the rifle, because he was the best to light on fire. And, and I would light the tip of his gun on fire and the flame, he'd start burning and he would just be kind of melting and he'd slowly, you know, and then he would turn into a little puddle, a burning puddle. And I thought that was so amazing. Well, one day I was doing it and I was lighting him on fire on newspaper, which is a bad idea. <laughs> I was just a kid, right? And all of a sudden the newspaper catches on fire. So I'm running around the house with this newspaper with burning plastic on it and I threw it into a trash can, a rattan trash can. It catches on fire. Oh man. I was able to get the fire up but that's how sin works. I'll just, I'll just do this little thing here. You know, I'll look at just a little bit of porn here. I'll just kind of have this sexually suggestive conversation here. Or I'll just play around with this area over there. Or I'll just cheat a little bit in this other area. And I'll be able to handle it. And all of a sudden, it's a stinking wildfire. And you're saying, how did that start? It started by you lowering your guard and making a compromise. So sin makes you stupid. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called The He-Man with the She-Weakness. If you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app where it's available as a podcast, along with more inspiring Christian content. Just search your app store for Vision Christian Media. Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 